0: Welcome to Practice the Kingdom. Hey everybody! I'm so excited that you are here today. We are here for another episode of Practice the Kingdom, and today I've got Rafe Jenkins here with us. I am so excited for him because this dude is a man of God. He loves Jesus, and I want him to come on and to share with us all the cool stuff that's been going on in his life, and and help us to know a little bit about something that we can do to be able to practice the kingdom as well.
1: So, Rafe, who are you, man? How how'd you get here? I'm Rafe. I love Jesus. That's awesome. Man. So uh, I grew up. Uh, my, I, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you my testimony real quick, real quick. Uh, testimony. Um, my, my mom uh, was was uh, mentally ill, bipolar. My grandpa was bipolar, and they said that I was going to be bipolar because of my family line. And uh, at a young age, I had a whole bunch of bad things happen. Um, I had a whole whole bunch of weird encounters, dead people walking around the house, Um, you know, the walls bleeding. And I'm not talking about in my head. A lot of people say they see demons and they're generally talking about their imagination. I got hospitalized because I actually saw that stuff like gargoyles and flies. And uh, to make matters worse, I was sexually abused. Um, I had a felony charge against me I didn't do. And all these things were amounting up to basically me wanting to kill myself, depression and anger and all this stuff even before middle school and what ended up taking place is i gave my heart to jesus um i started realizing that this hallucination is actually a gift called prophecy and uh for about 15 years of me being saved i've been trying to figure out you know how to how to walk the real christian walk and uh thankfully god's placed me around a lot of great mentors a lot of people that care for me that have been there done that and uh now I'm a student at Lifestyle Christianity under Todd White and I'm a family man. I'm a businessman. I love Jesus and that's where I'm at right now. That's awesome. Yeah, man.
0: Hey, so what's the thing that the Lord's placed on your heart to be able to share with
1: us today? Uh I would say if I was gonna if I had one day to live and I had one message to speak, it would be intimacy. Intimacy. Yep. Spending time with the Father. Uh, I would say 15 years of me being saved, it's been everything other than prayer. I've seen prayer as something that I go into uh, a time with the Lord to ask God for things or to rep- repent of my problems. And to be completely honest, the past 15 years I've dreaded ministry. I'm sorry, I've dreaded uh, intimacy. I've been more focused on ministry, doing things for God instead of doing things with God. Um, if I had one thing to leave on to, to my kids, it would be spend time with Jesus <laughs> because in all honesty, you could have passion, you, have, you could have gifting, you could have knowledge. And if the presence of God isn't around you, I'd really uh, question if he, if he's with you, If you're spending time with him, if you're following him. I think the real, the real key of, uh, of being a, a Christian is, is making time for the Lord. And, and, uh, you know, me being a a uh, prophetic pastor at a couple churches and having, you know, a couple ministries here and there, different projects that have, you know, started and stopped over time. That's this is the one element that I think I've missed out on. Um, you know, I started lifestyle Christianity as a student and going in, I'm thinking, man, LCU is going to help me get to where I want to be. Uh, probably two, three weeks in, I'm thinking, dude, I love what God's doing at LCU. And, uh, and, You know, I want to I want to work there. I want to be a part of what they're doing. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the semester, it clicked that, you know, I've missed out on the past 15 years. And it's all about intimacy, spending time with Jesus. And now I've got to the point where I just want to hang out with him. I just want to spend time with him. I don't care about my ministry. I don't care about my business. I care about my family. and There's things that I'm responsible for. But there, there's nothing that amounts more than than him in my life, you know. So,
0: what was the turning point
1: that took place for you when, yeah. when you realized
0: it is about spending time with
1: Jesus? Yeah. So, um, I didn't grow up in a Christian family. I've really depended on a lot of great mentors over the year to kind of tell me what the truth and what's not the truth. I went to college with a guy named Lecrae, Moore, uh, Tadashi Tripley A lot of these uh, rappers. So, I, so, the Baptists really taught me about community and. And scripture and stuff like that but when a lot of these weird encounters started happening uh my home group was telling me it was more like witchcraft like the gifts weren't for today well then um i transferred schools i met a guy named bob jones i met a guy named Bobby connor brad mcclendon and they really they allowed me to kind of my friends were being mentored by them so i was able to kind of tag along with the conversations with these prophets like real dudes And I just started realizing, you know, the gifts are for today. And then before long, it was like, okay, it's not about just scripture. It's about experiencing the one who wrote the book. And then before long, I'm just thinking, dude, like I'm having all these dreams. I'm having all these encounters and it's fulfilling in the moment, but it's not sustainable. I'm missing, I'm missing something that's sustainable. Did you just say that you you were having these dreams and encounters with the Lord? Oh yeah. But it wasn't sustainable. Yeah, that's
0: right. Tell me more about that.
1: I'll tell you. I mean, his presence needs to be stewarded, just like money. If I give you some cash, you need to handle it well. So the encounters are amazing. You know, I I believe in going to conferences. I believe in the anointing. I believe in all the gifts and all that stuff. But it needs to be handled correctly. And there was a guy named uh, Eric Gilmore that came to Lifestyle Christianity. And he was just so in love with Jesus. And there was something about him that, that made me just kind of, you know, be on the edge of my seat. It wasn't just knowledge. It wasn't just gifting. It wasn't just passion. It was something else. And I started to realize after two or three days of just listening to him, it's this dude makes time for God. (laughs) You know, he makes time for God. And I've never been taught to make time for God, but not just to pray because I've I've always, I've Had a hard time with prayer because I don't want to just, hey, God, forgive me my sins man, I messed up. And hey, God, give me this like financial breakthrough. Like, I'm sure God wants all that. But I think what he wants most is for me to be available for him to come into the room and we have a dialogue, a conversation, because really that's what prophecy is. It's I talk, you talk. We have this thing going back and forth. It's not just you sit and listen. You know, I think that's what I made it out to be for several years. It's, hey, God, sit right here and I'm going to tell you all of my stuff. And then I'm going to leave. Mm. But when I leave to go do outreach and I leave this person to the Lord, then you could tell me some stuff. Mm. Then you could tell me things about their life so that they know that you're real. But that's the only time I'm actually going to make. That's the only time I'm actually going to actually listen to you, you know. So Eric Gilmore was amazing because he he just wants God to come love him and spend time with him. He makes time for the Lord. He he makes himself available. And I think that's what I've been missing my entire life is the gifting's been there. The passion's been there. The knowledge has been there. I've been through three, maybe four different Bible schools. And so the knowledge has always been there, but uh, you know, my life hasn't ever been credible up to this point. And this is something that i have learned in the past four or five months. I'm still learning is to make time for the Lord. I mean, Matthew 6, 6 says, when you pray, go to your Go to a secret place, shut the door, but your father sees in private, and he'll honor in public. So it's making time for the Lord and getting away from technology, getting away from the kids, getting away from business responsibilities, you know, and just making time for the Lord. Yeah. You know?
0: So what's you you mentioned this a moment ago that this it's something that well, there was a change that took place and that change that took place was when you listen to Eric and your LCU and your and you the you you see these encounters, but they weren't they weren't sustainable. right? And so now you've started to spend more time with Jesus or make right. more time for the Lord and, That's right. and be with him. That's right. What's that like being with him? And then how has your life changed because you're, you have, you've, you've been doing that?
1: I've got to the place where I can honestly say I actually enjoy spending time with God. Wow. I've never been able to say that I enjoy prayer until today. Did it seem like it was
0: a like this work that you had oh, to do no. in the past? No, no, like in the past where you're like, yes, I got to go yeah. and and like be with Jesus. Right. I got to pray. I got to focus. It's just, That's
1: right. uh, but like now you it's different. I, I for, Like now I still force myself to give God 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if I'm like, hey, God, I'm going to give you an hour. It's almost like, hey, I'm going to give you an hour of my time. And then once the hour's up, you know, like I'm out. So I make sure to discipline myself to make time for the Lord for a limited time, and then after 10 minutes, it's me willing. I'll spend 30 minutes with the Lord. I'll spend an hour with the Lord, sometimes two hours with the Lord. And then then it's like, I enjoy this. I enjoy Him showing me things and coming to hold me and hug me and spend time with me. And it's been one of those things that I can honestly say that that's where a lot of my success is coming from. I mean, the word Eden, like when God made man and, and woman, And he placed him in a garden called Eden. Eden means pleasure. Mm -hmm. That's what that means. Pleasure. That's That's the Hebrew word. So God placed man and woman in pleasure with him. And then the Bible says in Genesis 2 that he made the crops grow. So what I'm seeing now is that as I'm starting to find pleasure with the Lord, spending time with him, all of the things that I feel like I need to work for, And prepare for it's naturally happening because it's an overflow of me connecting with the one that's allowing it to happen. Mm, Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, John 15 says, without him, we can't do anything. But I've I've made an incredible success journey of using the Bible and using the Lord to get things from him as opposed to actually wanting to spend time with him. Like there was a missionary that came here, I don't know where he's from. This was a story we heard at Lifestyle. And a missionary was like observing all the different things that has, you know, that is being accomplished here in the United States. And, you know, all the different projects, all the big buildings, all the people getting saved and discipleship groups and all these wonderful things that are good. You know, these are good things. And they interviewed him. What do you think about, you know, the American church? And he said, it's fascinating how successful the American church can be without the Holy Spirit. Without actually doing it with the Lord, I think I, I'm just going to speak about me right now. I have done an incredible job doing things for God and he's honored it because that's all I've ever known is to do it for him. I think what God wants most is for me and him to do it together. That's the difference is actually including him. And I like what Sean Bowles says. Sean Bowles is like, dude, I don't, I don't pray for a long time. My success comes from from me staying connected with him throughout my day for a long time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, like I'm an entrepreneur. I got like three businesses that I'm starting and one's falling and one's successful. One's doing good. You know, I'm just trying, I got my hand in a lot of stuff, plus ministry, plus LCU, plus family, plus all this stuff. I don't have time to spend like five hours with the Lord. I just don't. I have time to spend 30 minutes with the Lord. And then for the next five hours, include him in my, you know, day to day life. And then make more time, you know, as I go. So you're saying that you can spend 30 minutes with the Lord, and that's
0: that still feels like that's a call it some quality time. Absolutely,
1: that's awesome. So, yeah, so
0: people that get to this point where they go, man, I've got to spend 18 hours with Jesus, and if I don't spend 18 hours with Jesus, then I haven't really had a, a real moment with Him. You, you, you can you can spend that
1: time with Jesus even with 30 minutes, and it's still this quality. morning. This morning, I get a text from a. a all of these problems that are happening, my wife's screaming in the living room about some cockroach she's trying to kill. <laughs> my kids are like freaking out. That's how I wake up this morning. There's a there's this business deal that's on the loop and my wife's screaming about something and I, I just tune out for mm. eight minutes. Mm. And I'm just like, Jesus come. Mm. And then after driving to drive into Dallas, which is like, you know, every, every other person that you pass manifests in the devil. They're going to cut <laughs> you off and, you know, I'll catch you. But I'm including Jesus in the drive into Dallas.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm including the only reason why I'm here right now. The only reason why I just got back from Brazil. The only reason I'm planning a trip to the Middle East is because the Lord told me he'd show up. Mm. So I have a vision in my head that Jesus was going to be here in this room. And then that's where I want to be. Wow. I want to be wherever the Lord is. Like, this is cool ministry, but if Jesus wasn't here, I wouldn't want to be here. Yeah. I just don't. Oh. <laughs> Man, it's, absolutely. Yeah. So so ministry to me has has turned from I'm doing things for him to I'm doing things with him. Yeah. And I think Mike Bickle said that, that, that there's two different people in the kingdom. It's people who do things for him and do people who do things with him. I understand that, like, like, I'm a willing servant of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, he's kind of like you know he's the business owner he's the CEO and I'm the employee but the beautiful thing about the kingdom practicing the kingdom is that you get to do your work with the CEO yeah it's good you know what i'm saying it's real good so i think that's my life so i want to want to take two things that you said
0: also with this we want to we want to practice the kingdom with our CEO we want to do that every right. day we want to walk with him and and bring bring our time with Jesus into our everyday life. And, and you mentioned something from, from a, a person a minute ago, who was a missionary who, who said, I've, I've got like, I'm impressed that what America has been able to do. Right. Without the spirit. Some people, I, I guess, and I'm, I'm this is really one of our first interviews here, which is amazing. I'm so glad you're here. Um, so I, I, I just, for some of our people that might listen to this later, they might go, "What? I don't understand that. Right. How? I I've seen all. I've seen God do amazing things, but I also don't really understand what you mean by by that statement for the Holy Spirit." And and I know we're gonna have some people that very much are like, "Man, Holy Spirit, I'm all about the Holy right. Spirit." But I've, I'm guessing that I'm gonna have some people that are that are also kind of, "I don't really understand that statement." Do you, do you mind expounding a little bit on that?
1: Yeah. So so Christianity is about following a person, not a concept and I'm afraid that a large majority of the ministries and churches that I see are turning Christianity into a way of success. Like when I read the Bible, I used to read it with, how do I become a good person? How do I help people? How do I find my purpose in life? How do I become spiritual? How do I become disciplined? The problem with that is I feel like the scripture was made for me. Like it's about me. It's not about me. It's about the Lord. So when we read the Bible, it's it's more of a biography about the one who wrote it as opposed to a system of success. Mm. Like my father is a uh, very, he was a very well-known professional football coach. Um, I grew up kind of in the limelight before my parents got a divorce. Like my dad was like friends with presidents and ceos and like you know he was famous and new york times wanted to write articles and sports Illustrated, all this stuff so i knew a lot of people that knew information about my dad you know and i would just grow up with people knowing a lot of hard facts about my dad but they've never even talked to my dad Yeah, they've never even met my dad mm. <laughs> you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. and i'm kind of concerned that Christianity is turned into a into, into a book about information about someone who we've never experienced, someone that we don't want to include in our day to day life, someone that we're not walking with, you know. And like that's the argument, like, hey, I'm I'm a Christian, but I'm gay. I'm 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 a Christian. I you know abortion. I'm a Christian. I smoke weed. You know, I I do drugs. Like, okay, you could do all those things and still believe in God, but you're not walking with them. You're not walking with them. I'm, and I'm saying this to me. There's a lot of areas in my life where I'm not walking with the Lord. I'm just not. I'm trying to discipline myself. But my discipline comes from I'm making time for Jesus. And as he's pouring his love into me, he's covering my sin and pushing it out. Yeah. If you can learn how to spend time with Jesus and let him come love you, all of the problems you feel like you need to fix will naturally happen. Yeah. Yeah. All the things that you think that you need to do to be successful will overflow out of this. I was I was watching TV in my mother-in-law's uh, house, and I had this spiritual encounter where Jesus walks through the wall. It was one of those things that started in my mind, but it got very vivid as I kind of engaged. This is how a large majority of my prophetic stuff comes. It's just imagination in my head, but I, I kind of go deeper, and then it turns into something deeper. So Jesus walks through the wall. Uh, walks through the wall in my mind. And he said, follow me. So now I'm in this encounter that's getting more vivid as I'm stewarding the encounter. And we're walking through this hallway and following Jesus and sparks of glory are falling off of him onto me. And I'm getting empowered to do a lot of things that I feel like I've always needed to do. Now, one thing that I've learned Thankfully, from, you know, a lot of prophetic people is like, let the scripture define your doctrine. Yes. Okay. Let, yes. let, don't come up with some spiritual thing to, you know, come up with your own theory. Now there's different debates there, but let me say this. Like, I believe this encounter was explaining to me my secrets of success. It's following him, spending time with him. And what happens there is all the things I feel like I need to work for naturally happen. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Come on, man. So good. I, I really feel like it, it, that just
0: kind of brings it all back around to being with Jesus, it's getting, Jesus, getting with Jesus, you know, spending time with him, making time with him, going into the quiet place with yes. him. Yes. And, and and in that process, as we do that, everything else is going to come together. Yes. And I mean, there's still going to be difficulties. There's still going to be hard things that happen. But when we're with Jesus, it's like there's a peace that is able to pass all understanding. And it doesn't matter what's coming at us. Yes. It's because we're with Jesus. That's right. And now a quick offer. Have you been wanting to share the gospel with people, being able to step out in the street, been wanting to tell people about how much God loves them? Maybe you want to lay hands on the sick or give a word of encouragement. You can get a shirt at practicethekingdom.com where you can go down the street walking and people are going to see something like this one that says, sick, hurting, want healing. And if you get this shirt, what happens is when you're going out on the street, people are going to see this and they're going to go, man, what are you doing? What's up with that? And people will come up to you and they're going to be like, man. I need healing. And if you're trying to practice laying hands on the sick, seeing the sick healed, then this will help you out. Go check out com where you can get a shirt for yourself. Or if you want to sponsor somebody and give them one, you can do that too. Back to the message. So you've mentioned some amazing things, man. This has been so cool. And about about um, About where you were and how you had this moment where... Where you're like, man, I even I've had these encounters, but unless I spend time with Jesus and get with Him, then it's not sustainable. And then, and you've begun to to do that. So, how what's that, what's that look like for you? Like, if you were to try to share that with other people and yeah. say, "Hey, I want you to be able to spend time with Jesus too," what would that look like? How would you help people?
1: Well, I make time for the Lord, I make time for Him, and then. I use scripture to help me figure out ways to capture God's heart. <laughs> like I was at the Sean Bowles uh, conference and uh, what's his name? Julian uh, Adams. yeah. Julian Adams prophesies to me about a whole bunch of different things. But One of the things he said. He was, called you out. Too? He called me out. Really? Yeah. At the at the show? Yeah. At the deal. Yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. got to hear all right. about this doesn't in matter. a little bit. This is serious. It doesn't matter. But anyway, he said <laughs> that there that was true. favor. There was favor on my life. And like two days later, I'm like mowing my yard and the Holy Spirit tells me, Can I explain to you what favor is? I said, absolutely. And he said, favor is when a child captures the heart of the father. And he said, when a child captures the heart of the father, the child can get anything. And I feel like there's two different children that are, you know, a lot of parents can relate. The one child asks you for stuff. I want this. I want that. I want that. You're a good dad or you're a good mom and you want to give your kid that but then there's the other kid that doesn't want anything he just he or she just wants you mm. that kid you want to give everything so i've learned the past 2 months i don't i don't need anything yeah i don't need anything i remember like 5 6 months ago i told the lord like like i want you to burn anything that's not you uh you know i'm i'm going to come back to your to your well, yeah, question keep going. keep going you're doing great but i'm i want i want everything that is you i don't want anything that's not you and if that means i lose everything to get you i want it well i remember a lot of my friends were like you better be very careful what you're saying like that could happen well i mean it and i still mean it today i could lose everything you know and since then I've, like 5 months ago i started seeing a lot of business opportunities with her I saw like uh, I saw uh, you know several thousands of dollars, like fifteen thousand dollars, turn to zero. I saw a whole bunch of business deals completely crumble. Mm. I saw one of my businesses fall apart. Another business is barely on on you know barely hanging in there, and I'm just like I don't care, because the truth is there's going to be a time. Where I'm approached by death, like that's just my mentality, man. Like I'm gonna to go to the Middle East, I'm gonna to go to the rainforest. Like if I get arrested and I'm gonna have a, a the time of my life in prison because it's not about the blessing. It's about Jesus. I want to spend time with Jesus. I want Jesus and and I've had a vision of him in Brazil, and I booked a ticket to go to Brazil because that's where he was. I felt like the Lord was gonna be in this interview. I want to be a part of this interview. Because that's where the Lord is. You know, I know the Lord's in the Middle East. That's where I want to go. Like, I want to go wherever he is. And uh, thankfully, things have turned around where things are really speeding up for my success. Yeah. Because I, I don't really care if it's successful or not successful. But where, what I do when I get away with the Lord, I say, Jesus, I give you this. I give you this. I'll put on some Bethel instrumental worship. I'll put on some Eric Gilmore instrumental worship. And the very first thing I do, the very first thing after making time for him, I give you this, good and bad. My future, my present, my past, the things that are bugging me or the things that I think I have going for me, I give it to him. Jesus, I give you my kid. I give you my son. I give you this. I give you my wife. I give you my truck. I give you my house. I give you my money. I give it to you. I surrender it all to him. I surrender it all. Is that something you just do with your mouth? Oh yeah. Or is it something that's like
0: how does that if somebody was like just wanted to come and go, I give this to you, Jesus, but it was all just coming from here. Like how do you I
1: position my heart to just want him. Mm. So I've it's almost like I'm doing it for me, but I'm doing it for him. I it's like, dude, hey, let's hang out. And I show up. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to show up too. Mm. I'm preparing myself for you. Like let's meet at Starbucks. Okay. I'm at the Starbucks. Waiting for you. Mm -hmm. I'll text you. I'm here. Where are you? How far away are you? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the Lord. That's good. I give you this, God. Hey, man, I made a mistake. I may have watched porn. I may have uh, done drugs. I may have done alcohol. Or maybe it's something smaller. I may have lied. I maybe did something that wasn't as good. Or I dropped the ball here. You know, someone was relying on me. I give this to you. I give it to you. (laughs) And then the good stuff. Man, I love this person to the Lord. I gave this prophetic word. I watched this dude get healed. I give it to you. Mm. I got this prophetic word about my future stadiums. I don't need the stadiums. Yeah. I want Jesus. There you go. Dude, I swear my life, dude, I've, I've had a lot of words about stadiums. You're a future prophet or apostle. If I had to pick ministry or the, or the Lord, I would say forget that stuff.
0: Mm.
1: Like I don't, I'm not trying to be Todd White's best friend. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care to work for LCU. Like I'm looking at property in Orlando, Florida, because I love Disney. But also, there's a beach by it. I want to wake up every morning and watch the sunrise with the Lord. Mm. That's what I want to do. Mm. I don't need to be this celebrity Christian or another prophet. I'm, I want to be God's best friend.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Do you feel like when you
0: like even in saying that, I feel like like the. Like, it's your heart, like, would be lit up on fire. Oh, yeah. Just in, just even saying that. Because you're like, man, it's like, it's just, just this passion that ignites for
1: Jesus. Yeah. Man. That's Jesus so good. said, if you don't hate your mother and father, brother, sister, you know, your spouse, or your kids, and even yourself, you can't be my disciple. The word hate, actually, in Greek, doesn't mean, like, despise and look down on someone. It means if you love someone much more than me, you can't be my disciple. And that includes me. My ambition, my goals, my dreams, I don't want it if he's not a part of it. I don't want it. I want him. Like, I love my wife, my kids. I love my family. I love what God has going on for me. But if I had to pick him or all that other stuff, I will choose him. And I've had a lot of people sternly warn me, you need to stop talking like this. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. I know exactly what I'm saying. Mm. (laughs) I want to die in all aspects of the Lord Mm. for the Lord just to have him. I don't care about business, ministry, a super prophet, celebrity Christian. I don't want that. If I have to go to the Middle East to be arrested to meet Jesus in a jail cell, I'll do it. And that's probably something that's a little bit different for me compared to most American Christians, you know. But I'm in love with Jesus. I'm in love with the Lord. You know, I was listening to somebody uh,
0: just this week, and they were talking about, I think it was Elijah or Elisha. And he's he's sitting there, and the Lord says, hey, go to Mount Carmel, and I'm going to talk to you over there. Yeah. And you kind of sit back and you go, but, but I, you're talking to me right here. Right. <laughs> But the Lord had something for them over there, and like when I—that's just kind of a connection that I'm making yeah. in my own head. When you're saying, "Hey, maybe the Lord wants me over in the Middle East in this jail sale because He's got something to say to me." Yeah, which is is kind of a wild thought to yeah. think about. Yeah, because a lot of, of of us think we need our comfort, we need our yeah. safety, we need these things. Yeah, but the Lord might be calling us to something else. Yeah. and 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 the and the, another piece of that, like you said earlier. God, if you're not in it, I don't want to be. That's there. right. And and so here's here's kind of what I'm hearing you say based of if if we want to go spend time with Jesus, we want to make time with Jesus. The first thing we have got to do is we've got to get our get our. We want we just got to basically almost declare it, almost say, yeah, I'm gonna go spend time with Jesus.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna turn off your cell phone, go somewhere where it's just you and him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it could. I mean, I have this shed in the back of the place where I live. And that's become my place. Yeah. I get away, I turn my phone off, I tell my wife, I tell my kids, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to my go spend time with the Lord.
0: So you've made this time for Jesus, and then you get your heart
1: and your mind and start in the to right surrender place. everything. Yeah. Everything. What do you do after that? I start to recognize how it comes to me. Really? Yeah. Tell me about that. So so when I start to give him, see the instrumental worship's going on during this. Okay. Okay and I start to give him this, I am alert to how he's showing up. The Bible says, God sits in heaven, he does whatever he pleases. Mm. He's not, He doesn't owe me nothing. He doesn't even have to show up if he doesn't want to. Yeah. But if he shows up, I need to be aware of how is he showing up. One day, dude, one day I feel this breeze around me. Mm. God's showing up to me in a wind. Mm. Okay. Another day, I feel like this is warmth, this fire on um, me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another day, I'm having a picture in my he- a head where he comes to sit next to me. Mm. The moment I start surrendering and I realize he is entering the room. He's here. He's manifesting himself some way. I position all of my intention on that one thing. So let's talk about the wind. Yeah. Okay. Now I feel this breeze. I feel this wind. Okay. Now I position my heart. Jesus is here. He's showing up as a wind. Mm. He's showing up as a breeze. Now, where is that in the Bible? When when Scripture and in, 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 uh, Genesis three, Adam after they ate the uh, the apple, this breeze came when the Lord yeah. is coming. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So just so you know, like I believe in encounters, but I also believe in Scripture. I, I generally try to figure it out later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like where is this in the Bible? Like I don't need to try to figure it out during the encounter. Yeah. So I position all of my attention on He's here. Mm-hmm. He's coming to me as a wind. He's here. Okay, so that's the second thing. I shift all my attention on he is here in the room, the creator of the universe, (laughs) the God who died for me, the one who made me is in the room with me, Mm. and then I begin to pull him closer to me.
0: How do you do that? Worship, dude. Okay.
1: I worship you. I love you. Oh, I love you so much. You are beautiful. I literally feel him right now. Yeah. I worship you, I worship you, I worship you. I start to tell him things, sweet Mm talking. Oh, dude. If you learn this, dude. (laughs) I begin to capture him. Yeah. See, see, my wife. Is it almost like wooing your wife? Oh, absolutely. Okay. My wife has a love language. You ever heard the five love? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like words of affirmation, like. We do this at my house. It's stupid. Like I love like words of affirmation. So my wife will clap for me, and I'll do like I'll mow the yard. She's like, "Well done," and I'm like, "Thank you, thank you." You know, that's great. It's stupid, whatever, but it means something to you. It's it's how how she connects with me. Yeah, but she like I would tell her, "You're so beautiful. I love you so." That doesn't mean nothing to her. Okay, what means everything to her is how I touch her. That's her love language. So when she's a little aggravated or I want to connect with my wife, I'll get her hand and I'll start massaging her hand. And she's just like, oh, my gosh, you know. <laughs> so it's the same thing with the Lord. Mm. He loves worship. Mm. He loves it. You know, you enter the, uh, the gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, God. You've given me all of this. Thank you that you created me. I worship you. I love you. You're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could just see you right there. Oh, it's, dude. It's like you just entered in. Oh, bro! Like, right? I don't know if you guys saw that, but did you just see that? I feel the Lord. Yeah, I feel the Lord right now. Yeah, I see my necks getting red, my face getting red. I get whenever whenever I get either nervous or real intense about something, my whole body will start breaking out like red. That's (laughs) great. (laughs) So, like, I'm real intense about this topic. I mean, I'm wooing the Lord. So, what happens after you've wooed the Lord? I just linger, bro. So I so this win okay so like let's say this wins and I say I just love you I'll just spin see now the worship's going I'm feeling it he's feeling it I know he's feeling it yeah because he's here he's he's entering it Mm. this is why Jesus created us dude this is why God created us God didn't own me nothing Nothing. he don't own me nothing Mm. he I don't have to be here you know he knew God knew if I'm going to make man they're gonna screw it up and I'm gonna have to die. He had the option to not do it. (laughs) I'm sure he had billions of other options. Mm -hmm. And he chose the one option. I'm going to create these people. I'm going to come as a man to save man, to die for man so that I could come to him again. Mm -hmm. He don't like he don't owe me nothing. But that's what he wants. Knowing him is eternal life. Like everyone wants to die to get to heaven and then get to know Jesus and then be in heaven. Dude, you can get to know Jesus now. You can experience heaven now. Heaven on earth is Him in the room. So, practicing the kingdom, practicing the kingdom, means getting Jesus near you. The kingdom isn't eating and drinking; it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom and the Holy Spirit coexist. So when you make time for the Holy Spirit to come, and He comes, you're practicing the kingdom, bro. Yes. You said something so valuable a second ago. I want you to say it again. Is, is, is you
0: said that, that it's not just us getting to heaven. That's right. It's bringing him here. That's right. Can you say that again? Because if you didn't hear this, I want you to hear this again because it's so valuable.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I would say that a lot of Christians, including myself for a long time, have thought the mission statement was believe in God. And then when I die, I go to heaven. Like heaven's here. When Jesus came and he got baptized and the heavens opened up, he opened up the heavens for us. So the Bible says when the kingdom of like repent, the kingdom of God's at hand. That means it's so close to you. You can reach out and grab it. Mm. It's here. But the kingdom follows the king. You for years, I just wanted heaven for years. And I'm willing to believe if I had the option to go into heaven without him, I would be okay. Not anymore. Mm. If Jesus ain't in heaven, I don't want to go. That's why David said I'd rather be a doorkeeper because Jesus is the door. Mm. Mm. I would rather stand at the door and let everyone else go in as I'm spending time with Jesus. That's the truth. My friend, uh, Brian McClendon, I haven't haven't spoken in a while, but he's, he's trained me. In the prophetic, I've kind of tagged along, and he's allowed me to just kind of like see what goes on behind the scene. Brad McClendon had a spiritual experience where he went to heaven. He opened this door, and he goes into heaven, and he sees all these things. And he's like, where's Jesus? And he hears a whistle behind him, and it was Jesus at the door. Wow. So when Jesus was waiting for him to come up to the gate, Brad was so fascinated by heaven that when Jesus reached out to grab his hand, he grabbed his hand, turned it like a door and pushed him aside. Wow. <laughs> like, I don't want to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to bend Jesus' arm to get something out of him. Yeah. If he wants to hold my hand, I'm going to hold his hand. Mm. Dude, that's so good. I'm not trying to twist God's arm. He don't owe me nothing. I want to spend time with Jesus. I want Jesus. How many times have we gone in our life
0: and thought to ourselves man if i could just get healed or i could get to heaven or i could do all of these things but we the, the question that's not like that's in our heart is not i just want jesus it's got it all comes from jesus it's the Lord. yeah so after you
1: spend time lingering with the lord i just what do you, what happens I will sit, I mean, I try to do it willingly. This is, I guess this is something the Holy Spirit has popped in my head. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's just him. I don't know. But after 10 minutes, I extend it to however long I want. It could be 30 minutes. It could be an hour. It could be two hours, you know. And I just sit there and I love them. And I spend time with them. It's intimacy. It's intimacy, you know. And I just, I just want I just linger and I just love them and I spend time with them and I just want to be with them and I keep wooing him. And the moment I feel like I'm losing them, you know, after 15 minutes, my mind's wandering. I'll repeat the same process. Okay. I, Jesus, I know you're here. I I love you. I worship you. I give you this thought of football or whatever I'm thinking of. I give it to you. But I love you. I worship you. You are amazing. You are beautiful. Your eyes are amazing. And then the whole cycle starts again. Yeah. So you're, you're
0: in the moment. And then you, if something distracts you, yeah. you don't worry about it. You don't think like, oh, my no, goodness, that. I started doing it. You just go, nope, Jesus, right. I give it back to you. Right. So it takes some fear away from it. Some of this like yeah. guilt that people have a lot yeah, of time. Man. Because a lot of times, I've talked with a bunch of people. And, and they think to themselves, man, I'm thinking about all this other stuff instead of jesus and so you take that moment and you go you know what jesus i even give that to you i hand this over to you and i'm just bringing it right back Come to on. you jesus yes so, man that's this is this is so good what other yeah. is there anything else that, that you think that that we should know about making time with jesus
1: i think i think connecting scripture with encounters are su- super important i i'm a, prophetic person. I was born that way. I've had a lot of great mentors in my life to kind of amplify it. Now that I'm in intimacy, it's, it's amplifying a lot, but he gave us scripture. Okay. For a reason. And I want to encounter the Lord. I want to experience the Lord, but I have to understand this is a biography of him. So when I start to linger, I'll think of a verse to include in the in the experience oh as my as a deer pants in the water brook, so my soul thirsts for you god my soul is thirsty for you you are the living water oh lord you are so beautiful you are this living water jesus that i never have to thirst again jesus this is my satisfaction. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they'll be filled. They'll be satisfied. You satisfy me.
0: I, can't, I want to just pause on that right there. Okay, I don't know if you saw this again. But oh, he just God. entered right into the presence Dude, of the I Lord again. Like I feel the Lord. Like he, he, the Lord is I'm here. I'm like drunk. So <laughs> this, is, this is something really important too. Because you're pointing out right here on video and on this thing. That even if Thank you God. can't get alone with Jesus. Let's say it's a really crazy busy day. And there's there's tons of stuff going on. You can literally you're get maybe you've got five minutes to grab some food. That's right. And you just walk right into a presence of Jesus. That's right. And and I bet that as you have been doing this, it's become a lot easier. Oh yeah. To get into the presence of oh, the Lord yeah. because you're it's like. I've I've heard like with our with the like neurons and stuff yeah. in your brain that oh, yeah. that it, I'm not saying that this is some kind of metaphysical thing yeah. but just going and trying to make an illustration to connect these things is that as you build these pathways to Jesus. Like there's just one to Jesus, but like as you build it, you, 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 it makes it easier because it gets wider as you're, you're able to do it. So even in that moment, just like you just did yeah. and you just saw that happen, which is awesome. I built it over here. Dude, I can still build it. Gonna, gonna feel <laughs> you just, you're able to do it. So I just want to encourage you all that when you're wanting to make time with Jesus, that that you can go into the quiet place, you can get used to being in Jesus' presence, and that there's a wild, crazy, busy day. There's all kinds of stuff going on. You, as you're driving, as you're going, everywhere that you go, you can find a moment to get into Jesus' presence, and because you've developed that in- intimacy with Him,
1: you're going to be able to enter in just That's like right. that
0: wherever you're at. That's right. And anything else you want to share with I us say, about that?
1: I would say, I would say two things. It is super easy. To get in God's presence if you're not wrapped up in other things. Good yeah. and bad. Yeah, That's why, I mean, we're doing this online intimacy class with me. And I'm kind of pounding people with, you know, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is like American Christianity, it's almost like a comfortable, convenient gospel. Like we don't have to die. We could just experience the resurrection power. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm trying to die to everything. Anything that wraps me up. You know, I can, I, the Lord would tell me and my wife to empty our bank account and I'll be like, God, I'll do it. You got to tell my wife and my wife will call me five minutes later. Hey, the Lord just told us to empty our bank account and we did it right then. Wow. I'm not wrapped up by money. Mm. I'm not wrapped up by fame. I'm not wrapped up by, you know, my reputation. I don't care. I don't care. I care about the Lord. mm you know, mm-hmm. and I believe that God's a good father. He, he, It's God's good pleasure to give him in the kingdom. I don't have to worry about tomorrow's bills or my future ministry growth or my business or my other business. Or, Dude, it's Jesus wants to just be included and he'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. My son, one day I wake up and the Lord said, I want you to fast. And I said, OK. And I'm not a faster. I'm just not. Like, I mean, there's some people like Lou Engel that like Heidi Baker fast forever. Like you, you put me on three hours. I'm like, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm really hurt. You know? And the Lord's like, I want you to fast. I said, okay. And I go into the living room and my son has re- like, he is breaking out with something. He's very infected. Hmm. Um, my mother-in-law's there and she's like, we got to get him to the doctor. And my wife's like, I don't know what's going on. And the first thing I start to do is panic. I start to panic, but then I stop myself and I'm like, okay, we can quickly like prioritize medicine or we can go after the Lord. Like I believe in medicine. Jesus said the sick need a physician. Like he endorsed doctors right there. You know what I'm saying? But the problem I'm seeing is we elevate things over the Lord. Like I don't want medicine over the Lord. So what I start to do is I start to do what I just said and I start to include. Jesus in the situation and then we start to see this dramatic change and my son gets healed the next day you know so I'm not wrapped up with anything and the reason why it's so easy for me to get into the presence of God very quick quick anything that starts to like capture me I give it to the Lord like it was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that looked presentable, pleasurable, desiring to gain wisdom that made Adam and Eve fall. We can use good things to become a distraction of the Lord, too. Mm-hmm. I give that to the Lord. You're casting everything down everything. that makes exalted above I give Jesus. it all to him. Yeah. I want you. I want you. Mm-hmm. I'm at a place right now where God's given me names, addresses, you know, uh, genders like you have two kids don't you yeah it's a boy and girl I don't I've never done this mm. it's exciting mm-hmm. to kind of be like man I'm like this is like Sean Bowles stuff you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I've never seen this but even that dude if you want to take this from me <laughs> just so I can have you I want it yeah. I want you you can have it you can have it all so sacrifice is super important mm-hmm. the second thing is, A lot of people are like, well, I can't do that. I got a nine to five. I've got kids. I got that. Dude, I understand. But Jesus is always with you. Yes. So if I'm an entrepreneur, I need to include Jesus the entrepreneur. If I'm trying to grow in the prophetic, I'm trying to follow Jesus the prophet. If If you're starting the healing thing, Jesus the healer. Include Jesus the healer. Jesus loves your kids. Include Jesus, the family man, in your life. Mm-hmm. You have financial problems. You need a financial breakthrough. Like I believe in angels and the anointing. But Jesus, the wealth manager, mm-hmm. the pros- Jesus, the prosperity guy, you can include him in your life. Mm-hmm. It's about Jesus sacrificing everything, good and bad. What's going good for you, what's not going good for you. Giving it to Jesus just to encounter him. And then when you leave after 30 minutes, after an hour, after two hours, whatever, however long, follow him, include him in your everyday life. That's Christianity. I love passion, knowledge, and gifting. But passion, knowledge, and gifting without intimacy is nothing. That doesn't amount to anything. What amounts to everything is including Jesus in our life. You know, this is practicing the kingdom. It's including Jesus. I'm not a healing dude. I'm a prophetic guy, you know. But we just got back from Brazil. We saw a kid paralyzed from his waist down. And our team, one of our team members, was praying for him. The dude was able to get up and bend, stand up for the first time. Didn't you guys share that video? Yeah, that? It's, it, check this
0: video out if you get the chance. He's going to share in a minute where you can find it. Why don't yeah. you tell us real quick where where they can find that video? If you so want
1: it's to it. it's uh it, you could just go to Rafe Jenkins Ministries uh on Facebook, and we do uh every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday night we do, um we do uh, online uh like I call it Who Wants a Word. It's basically I get on to share my heart for people, but I also want to prophesy over people. Cause I believe in stewarding gifts, like all this other stuff I'm talking about, like ministry and money. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's good. We need to steward that stuff, but Jesus is most important. Absolutely. So at Rafe Jenkins uh, ministries or Rafe Jenkins ministries, there's a group page that you have to join on on Facebook. Um, I, I share a lot of videos of what's been going on in Brazil. Um, a lot of videos uh, of my day-to-day life, lifestyle, Christianity, future ministry trips. That's how you could follow me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. You
0: guys need to go check this guy out. I mean, it's all about Jesus, but this guy follows Jesus. And so, <laughs> That's you, good. You know, I'm glad I'm known for that. Yeah, man. you are, man. Every every time I hear you talk and every time you're talking about it, it's like, I'm going to go. I'm with Jesus. I'm going to spend time with Jesus. Yeah. And uh, it. it's, it's, just, it's wonderful. Yeah. So, hey, would you pray for the people yeah. that are going to be listening to this yeah. right now, that they would be able to... Not just have the same encounters that you've had, yeah. but be able to encounter Jesus yeah. in that sustainable way. And that they'd be able to walk through these same things that you just mentioned. Yeah. And, and we just, we're just we going to bless all the people right now. And for everybody that's going to listen to this right now, the Lord wants you to have the same thing that Rafe has. Yeah. Because, because God's not a respecter of persons. And, and God made a way for us to have relationship with him through Jesus. And, and this is what he wants for you right now in this place. So if you want this, just
1: take it. Yeah, God's language right now is, is prophecy. God's going to pour out a spirit on all flesh. Sons and daughters are going to prophesy. Some people are going to have dreams. Some people are going to have visions. But everyone has the opportunity to have some sort of spiritual encounter with the Lord. The Lord is spirit, you know. But the thing about it is if you want to have a prophetic encounter, and this is what I feel like the Lord is telling me, if you want to have a prophetic encounter, experience the Lord. It's not a gift that you need to pursue, although there is a gift of prophecy. He is the gift. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So if you want these encounters, you got to fall in love with the one that you're encountering. And his name is Jesus. Jesus and prophecy coexist. What Jesus used to do, Is what Jesus is about to do because he's the Alpha and the Omega. (laughs) What he used to do is what he's about to do. He's the beginning and end. He's the one who is right now, who was and is to come. So if you want to know the future, get to know him. He's in the future. Okay? So I'm going to pray for your spiritual eyes to open. I believe a lot of you guys are going to have a lot of angelic encounters, dreams, and visions. I mean, I had a vi- I had a trance yesterday. I'm not talking about a vision in my head. I'm talking about a trance. A trance is whenever it's an Acts ten. It's not New Age, guys. Peter had a trance. Okay, Acts ten ten. He Peter fell into a trance. A trance is whenever your surroundings just disappear. You're in this vision. It's like a cloudy, like daydream. You don't. Know, you're not conscious of where you are. You're more conscious in the spiritual experience. The closer I get to Jesus, He shares His love with me. David said, if you're not speaking to me, I'd rather live in a pit, you know? So there's something about God wanting to talk with you, be with you, show you things, but you have to be his friend. Jesus said, I'm no longer calling you servants. I'm calling you friends. Servants don't know what what their master is doing. Friends know secrets, and these are secrets that God's showing me, Okay. So if you guys want to amplify your encounters, your spiritual expenses, experiences, prophecy, you have to know the one that who's speaking to you. So Holy Spirit right now, thank you for your love. I worship you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, God. I can feel you here. I just love you. I just love you, God. I love you so much. And I just want to burn for you. And I just release a spirit of fire right now. Spirit of fire. You are the consuming fire, oh God. You are the consuming fire. You're beautiful. You are beautiful. And I release the spirit of intimacy, Jesus. The song of Solomon anointing that you've given me. To fall in love with you. I just release that anointing, that impartation. Take these people deeper. Deeper than where I've seen Anywhere that I have seen a double portion, Father, for those who are serious and those who are willing to steward it, I thank you, Father. You are, you are beautiful. You are worthy. I worship you, God. I worship you. I worship you. You are beautiful, Jesus. Teach them, Holy Spirit, the secrets of favor. Teach them the secrets of favor. Jesus' name. Amen. amen.
0: Thank you so much for being Come here on, today, You yeah. were amazing. It got intense very and quick. It was fun. <laughs> I loved it. Hey, so uh tell us again, how can we be able to get involved yes. with your ministry here? I'll like tell ministry, you, things like that. I'll tell you
1: this. Number one, my ministry is John the Baptist ministry. Go follow the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's good. So if you want to follow anything, go follow Jesus. If you have to follow a ministry, go on Facebook, Ray Jenkins Ministries. But I I have been on broadcast many times, you've probably seen it. I and I strongly advise people to stop getting on Facebook and following Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you to if you're gonna follow a ministry, follow Rafe Jenkins Ministry. It's on Facebook, you know, go to Rafe But I would much rather you follow the Lord. That's what you need to follow. And this is why I wanted to bring him on. Because he follows
0: Jesus. So you're going to find out more about Jesus yeah. through this guy here. Yeah, But go to Jesus. yeah, Because he's the best. And guy. I
1: pray. I, I seriously pray. You find a church that encourages you to follow Jesus. Jesus is awesome. I believe in, in, in church. If there's anything I said that offended you guys or rubbed you the wrong way, I'm not bashing church. I'm not bashing the Bible, bashing ministry. I love all that stuff. If Jesus is number one, so follow Jesus. Don't forsake the assembly of the brethren. Read your Bible. Continue to do outreach. The Bible says pursue love, eagerly desire spiritual gifts. All of that stuff's wonderful, but you can include the Lord in all of that stuff. And If you're going to follow me, Ray Jenkins Ministries, but I'm going to tell you over and over to follow the Lord. <laughs> That's right.
0: Hey, thank you so much for coming today, yeah. and thank you everybody for coming and watch this uh, podcast, video cast, yeah. YouTube, all the things. This is Practice the Kingdom, and we are helping to grow people into the kingdom, grow people into maturity with Jesus, to follow Jesus, to be in His presence, to move people out of fear and into faith and into walking with Jesus with everything that we got. And uh, look forward to the next one. And you all be blessed in Jesus' spend, name. Spend time
1: with Jesus. Spend time with Jesus. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank
0: you so much for joining. And remember, you can send a message to us at https: colon forward slash forward slash anchor. fm forward slash practice the kingdom forward slash message. That is https: colon forward slash forward slash anchor. fm forward slash practice the kingdom forward slash message. Send us something. Thanks. Practice the kingdom.